What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The Volume. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. The Cowboys are seven-point favorites against the Packers this weekend, and I'm excited to see how they manage to mess it up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, February 27th, and it's time to talk Love is Wine with the Bros. Hell yeah, brother! As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by the world's number 1.5 Love is Blind superfan, Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubbles? I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Mother, Mother fucking, fucking Mike. Mother fucking Mike. And we're... <laughs> 
And we're, we need more off, Tyler. We need more off, nigga. <laughs> Motherfucking mind. There we go. There we go. We're you were letting it rip, so I just let you have the spotlight no, man, there, brother. Hey, tap in. Well, let's do it together. Mother, you know what I'm saying? Look, come on. Motherfucking mind. Produced as always by the lovely and talented Jackson Safon. Waza. Waza. All right. Love is Blind. We're talking about the first. What, 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 Tyler, what's the official name for this portion of the show? Where uh, this, the, where this, they're in Charlotte. This is like the real life shit, right? Like the, okay. the, the pod shit was some shit that just doesn't happen anywhere but this show. Then the honeymoon stage when they go on vacation. Now you're, you're back in real life at, in Charlotte working jobs and having Zoom meetings and shit. So. And boy, what a fucking cra- crash back to earth. These were the episodes <laughs> that you sold us on the show with, I feel like, where you were like, this is not about people falling in love. There's some psychologically interesting shit about getting to know people that you can't see, but it's really about <laughs> trying to re-enter. <laughs> the train wrecks, dog. I told you. I told you. I'm not here for the happy fairy tale in this. I'm here for the train wrecks, bro. <laughs> Y'all that I was watching this shit on, on some bachelorette shit, like, 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 you know, rooting for people to get roses and have their happily ever afters. No. I want to see arguments in Panera. You know, that's what I'm here for. How, how do you feel about, like, when they're getting married and there's a left at the altar situation like that doesn't i think in those situations i feel uncomfortable like if you get it's, you know if y'all just you know like in your house in charlotte and she's like i can't do this no more that's cool but like getting dressed your family's there and then like i can't do this that feels weird i don't know i don't know if i can root for that my nigga that's it's, wild it's, you're a wild boy if you root for that it's it's happened before and it's shit, multiple it's, times it just, right multiple times it just happened last season with the dude named izzy who i told you who 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 my wife was crushing on, then he turned out to be a piece of shit, and that was so fucking rewarding. <laughs> it happened with him. <laughs> it happened with him. You and, look at her like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's what you get crushing on motherfuckers. Is that your man? That's your man. But yeah, it um, and, and the thing is, you know, he was at the altar. He said, "I do." The girl that he wanted to marry said she didn't because, like I told you, there was some funny shit going on with him. He didn't have a debit card. We didn't really know if he had a job. And he was a scammer. A, yeah, and she had a fucking two story. Damn near mini mansion came from old money. Like, you know, her her pops was was was, you know, dropping gems on her, like, hey, you know, just make sure that this is a man who can provide, you know, like shit like that. This so, is some so salt all, burn yeah. shit. That's what he was <laughs> right. on. He was trying to take yeah. the house. You hear me? Yeah. So we all kind of knew that she was probably gonna say no because she's a very smart girl, very business minded. And you know, she said no at the altar and he tried to play it off like, yeah, you know, it's cool. We're, we're, you know, we're still gonna work through it. Just now isn't the time. Then right, like immediately after, he turned into like the biggest fuck boy you would ever see like he, right outside the chapel in his fucking w- a wedding tux he was like i can't believe she did this to me embarrassing me like this in front of the world and it, bro it's 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 incredible i'm telling you reality tv I'm telling is the you, best you and think I- it's crushing but it's entertaining as fuck i'm <laughs> telling you man i don't know if this is true because tiktok information you never know how correct it is or not but on TikTok, I saw someone. I'm my, my whole TikTok is Love Is Blind, thanks to our podcast now. And <laughs> one person was like, "In the Love Is Blind contract, it states that if you accept a proposal, so just the, like the pods on one knee proposal, if you say yes to that, you are you have to go to the altar, whether you've been together, whether you've broken up since between the altar and the proposal or not, or if you don't go to the altar, you owe the show fifty thousand dollars." Again, I don't know if this is true or not, but it's like, I'm sure there's something like that. And as a way for the show to be able to keep good television, 
going forward, even if the, the thing is what the people want to break up. So I, again, don't know if this is true. Yeah, it's that's a fascinating wrinkle. Yeah, I've, I've seen couples just fall apart before the wedding and not go to the wedding. I don't know if they, okay, if they, so they I don't not. know if they just added that this season. Right, right. But, maybe not then, yeah. But yeah. Maybe or they maybe it's maybe like they edited you gave it out. us enough. Yeah. Maybe they edited it out. Like, you have to do it just to, for the television purposes so we have enough to make an ending just in case nobody wants to fuck with one another because it's Bro, a we only crazy had one, experiment. We only had one wedding last season. Yeah, like, yeah, like that's how wow. many couples fell off. Yeah, but I feel I feel like it's probably just leverage for them to be able to say to him like, "Hey, we understand that y'all broke up via text yesterday. You need to come give us a breakup scene." Or but you got responsibilities to, to the racks. show, though. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, hundred uh, yeah, uh, percent. All right, the first uh, the, the first person I want to talk about because Char, th- this was the dude that had Char and I screaming at the TV last night was uh, the middle school principal who was on his phone the entire fucking time. <laughs> He was like getting broken up with by this chick. <laughs> I like Shar and I are literally just screaming at the TV. Put your fucking phone down for like ten minutes. That dude, I'm so glad that she ended up breaking up with him because that dude really like he the way he was manipulating her. We were just screaming at the TV the whole time, bro. Like get the just leave, just run away, just to turn around and run away from this dude, bro. Because everything he is telling you is a fucking lie convincing you that you're overanalyzing stuff you know what i mean like and i also think he was gay oh there ain't no thinking <laughs> hey. <laughs> ain't no thinking yeah but it, i think i think the, the sleuths confirmed it i think the sleuths the the, the tiktok yeah. sleuths confirmed it so yeah but um but yeah it's it's like you know kenneth uh, you know eight ball mjg as we've nicknamed eight ball MJG. Um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> he I mean, I think we were so impressed with this young man during the pods. We were like a 25-year-old middle school principal. You for sure have to have your head on tight to, you know, ascend in the career ranks that rapidly. He was very, he seemed like a very disciplined guy, of a, a, a man of faith who was very much rooted in his religion. And he seemed like, you know, I, I was like, bro, this is a dude who's very mature for his age. Then he got in the real world and, I, we were, and he was stuck to his fucking phone. I was like, there's the 25-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> now, right there's the motherfucker who was born in 1999 right there right but uh you, you know you know like i said bro like i you know I, I said i'm here for the train wrecks but i felt bad for britney man because she's such a good person she really wanted this shit to work and usually you know i love the train wrecks because it's just two people who are just terrible for each other right it's like you know y'all need to go y'all separate ways it's best for all parties involved you know this shit needs to stop like right here but with britney bro she just she just seems like someone who knows how to be a good partner, right? Like, you know, she was very much expressive with Kenneth. You know, she was, you know, you know, asking him, like, you know, do you like touch? I'm a very touchy-feely person. You know, you're not touching me. And, and she would, like, you know, express things to him, like, you know, this is how I like to express love. How do you like to receive love? And having conversations like that and letting him know when she felt things were lacking, right? Very good communicator who had a very good, you know, perception of what a healthy relationship should be. So I felt bad for her because, like I said, I think she really, really wanted this. And Kenneth didn't give a fuck, bro. Yeah, I felt the same way. I felt like she really wanted it. I don't even feel like she broke up with him, though. I feel like he manipulated her into thinking she broke up with him. I don't think he, I think he didn't want to feel like the bad guy or look like the bad guy because of his job, because of perception. But when I'm watching that, she was just basically let him, letting him know how she felt. And then he was like, well, if that's an issue you have, we can't work this out. You know Sounds what I mean? Sounds like what you're looking what you, for well, is- I, I don't yeah. have, and this isn't going to work. He's the one that said that. So it's like he pulled a whole, you know, like a, a dipsy do or whatever the fuck you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and manipulated her to think to, so it looked like she broke up with him when he's the one that never wanted to be there. And we knew it the whole time. 
You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't. I, 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 we were texting when, when I first watched it. I was just like, bro, I, I kind of, I feel bad for her. Like she's trying. You see, she's trying to the point where she's uncomfortable. Like, what's going on? You know, what I mean, he wasn't giving her anything in return. Nothing. You know all. what I'm saying? On, on the boat, like the boat scene when they were on the honeymoon, and he was just staring at the fucking sky. Like this nigga is not wanting to be here and she's trying to talk to him and he's like you know what i mean if you don't want to do it just say that shit you know what i mean i know it's we've talked about this in, in old podcasts when we was fuck niggas it's easier to get broke up with than breaking up you know what i mean but watching it live that's some whole ass shit man stand on your shit bro don't drag somebody along like that he didn't like having breast press against him bro he was looking for some pectorals <laughs> <laughs> i ain't gonna get into it but we talked about the ooh, wipe, <laughs> ooh. He, was, he definitely was wiping his wiping it on the door inside joke but anyway <laughs> I, I, just, hey, I just love the the fact that she was like i the i forget the exact line but she was like i know we we talked about our commitment to god and waiting until marriage but like i would have enjoyed the like making oh, out you said least. we're gonna wait like <laughs> I was trying to put a work assignment off. I was trying to be like, nah, the due date for that shit's in four months. Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Um, and then the fact that he, like, he, like, he didn't even get to the staircase before he was back on his phone after they broke up, too, bro. It's like she's talking to him. She's Man's still talking to him. Is bro. not responding. Like she's having a conversation with herself, and it's not like he's like he's not he's not even giving her any information at all. Like he's just acting like she's not even there and 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 that's a that's her wanting to you know what i mean be, she has her being clingy or whatever the fuck i don't know it's just doesn't make sense hey guys this is matt jones drew franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. All right, y'all want to talk about Clay and AD and the fact that the first time you meet your fiance's mom, she's taking your side at an argument at a public restaurant and <laughs> telling him that he needs to make more time. Is she a real one? Because she's a real one? That sounds like a black mom to me, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you got a good one. You fucking up, my boy. I mean, I don't know. That shit was funny to me, but I also just can't imagine being involved in that level of a conversation the first time you meet. <laughs> so it's like, I know that's one of the points of the show, but that right. shit is... Tyler was right. That shit is really whiplash, bro. Like, you are... You, are, you have this fake cult world almost of like meeting in the pods and then you go on vacation and shit and then it's like oh yeah and then now how are you with your job and your phone and your friends you know what i mean yeah. and it's a, obviously a completely different picture but <laughs> yeah man like if you're a young dude who's actually trying to put any effort whatsoever into a relationship like you gotta drive to go see your your fucking fiance bro like you can't just be like oh yeah well this is what it is i'm gonna work all the time and we'll never see each other like that's not no one's signing up for that Yeah. I want to rewind to when they were still on vacation and they were having lunch. And y'all remember that scene where, um, where, where they were done eating and he just like started stacking up the plates and shit. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. AD was just looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing? And that's something that I think this show does not take into account is how there's little shit that happens in the dating world that will ick you the fuck out and make you look at a motherfucker differently and maybe even not date them anymore. Right. But you agreed to marry this motherfucker. AD was just so, for whatever reason, it seemed like she was like, you know, disturbed by him <laughs> stacking those plates up and summer was dying laughing right because she was like she was like i know that look when you're annoyed with the motherfucker you know and i was like you know what are you trying to say what are you trying to say here but uh, but yeah it's 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 like i said I think, what do you what do you think she was really you're right she was really bothered by him stacking the plates up too like her whole having a real thing. conversation they were having a real conversation he kind of got panicky before that you know what i'm saying and then they just stop talking and he starts fucking with the place. Like, just chill, my nigga. <laughs> Grow the fuck up. You know I'll what I mean? You, you know what you. I mean? Like, we talking about marriage and shit. And your ass is getting uncomfortable with basic conversations. You know, I'm like, this is important to make this shit work. Especially this crazy ass experiment we own. The fuck? Bro, bro. Funny, funny story related to this about um, me and my wife. Uh, this We were about two, three years into dating, right? Like, you know, fairly along, but not necessarily new. Um, and we had done a weekend in Virginia Beach and we were driving back home and we were stuck in traffic, right? It's the fucking summer. Every summer Sunday driving back from Virginia Beach is fucking crazy on the interstate, mm -hmm. right? And I had to pee very, very fucking bad. And there was no way we can get over. We were like in the middle lane 
You know what I'm saying? There was no way we get over. So I had to pee in a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is in, in Austin, Texas, too, in South by nigga. Bro, yeah, in the like, back listen, seat. Listen, I, I am a bottle, a bottle peer. ass nigga, dog. I'm a bottle peer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Listen, How many times go, you've you done it in life? Most people don't do it once, let alone, you know what I'm saying? Nigga. Listen, look, like what I'm going to do, pee on myself? Like, you nigga, know what I'm saying? Get out of here. You ain't got the car and peed in the grass, nigga? Like I said, we couldn't get over. It was a traffic jam. We was in the middle lane. No, I'm, we couldn't I'm just get saying, over. you did it with us. You did it with, you're talking about it now. Look, hey, but, 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 but I, say all that, I say all that to say this. Summer has told me she legitimately considered ghosting me after that. And, 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 it, and we had a discussion about that because of, because of this shit, right? Like that little shit that irked AD, probably in the dating world, if this was the first or second date, she might not have called the motherfucker back ever again. Right. Summer was willing to throw away of, you know, finding her husband. We're very happily fucking married for five years now <laughs> off of me peeing in a bottle. Right. So, like I said, right. that made me realize that something that this does not take into account is the little shit that irks you out in the beginning stages that that, that a lot of people wind up, you know, calling shit over. For peeing sure. Peeing in a bottle and stacking dishes is different. The, the kid, you the ever kids, peed in a you, bottle, John? Huh? I, I, I don't think I've ever peed in a bottle. I think really? I, I've gotten out a ton and just went on the side of the road and peed into bushes. We grew up Sometimes differently, though. Like, can't do it, bro. I imagine can't Re- do it. Virginia Beach and fucking Long Beach have way more traffic than where I grew up. You feel what I'm saying? So even maybe more than St. Louis. You feel me? But I, on, on road trips, I have gotten out a ton and just peed in bushes. You feel me? So. That's that's how, like that's that's what I've been on. I've I've never had to pee in a bottle. And maybe some women would hear that and think, "Wow, this is not an efficient person," you know. Like so, Mister never peed in a bottle. Over I here. mean, nigga, <laughs> there's a whole world right here. You feel me? And you want me to not pee in this in little traffic, bottle and bro. try to and try to make sure I don't overflow the fucking bottle and all that shit, nigga? Have to find a bottle. Also, my car don't have random bottles in it. You know what I'm saying? So. There, there, there's, oh, but there, Mr. There's, Clean but, over there. But, yeah, I'll take that motherfucker. Yeah, I'm nigga, just, I ain't got dirty bottles in my shit. Yeah, kidding. I'll take that. But there's a the, the bush is always there, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? That seemed pretty efficient to me. You hear me? We had a little debate in the group chat about Clay. Uh, I felt like he had a little zest to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think he has any zest at all. John, that's just track. That's track. Said, that's track. That's track. That's track to yeah. him. You know what John I mean? came yeah. back and said he was a sp- yeah, like he's a track yeah, once, athlete. Once we found out he was a sprinter, that made so much fucking sense to me. Like I got a couple homies I made in college who were sprinters, full blown assholes, so full of themselves. Chest out sprinters. All the time. Yes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, sprinters are different types of motherfuckers, bro. Once I found out he was a sprinter, everything made sense for sure. And and he ran the 400. He was an all American uh, in the 400 at South Carolina. South Carolina is that's not like. Oh, I I tried the hurdles. That's like if you're an all American four hundred runner in South Carolina, you are a track capital T R A C K. There's a reason that jersey was framed in his bedroom and not the living room. You know what I mean? Like that is your identity for your whole life. So I I see the point. I ran D two track for one year in college, just on some like they're got giving scholarship money, and I'm and I was a decent enough athlete to be on the squad. We ran against D one motherfuckers, bruh. Not normal. If you run SEC track, you're not a normal human. And I, I don't think you should walk around like you are one. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean, nigga? The type of human you have to be to be All-American and to compete in SEC, bro, don't even pretend like you're normal. That, that would be more disrespectful to me to be like, yeah, I'm just All-American. Fuck you mean, nigga? You All-American. I've seen y'all motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Y'all are half horse. 
The fuck you mean? Shit. I mean, that's why he feels like he can look at a young woman who's chosen him to be his, her husband and go, well, I'm not planning on seeing you. Like, I will be working for that's the where the problem. That's, that's where the problem. That's where it right. becomes an issue. Yeah. When he's like, we only have, what, two weeks or three weeks in this apartment together, and I don't have to come home. I have. I have to deliver a jet ski in the morning. <laughs> Nigga, like, I don't know, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Not the best um, excuse. All right. <clears throat> Do we want to talk about the 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 uh, internet theory about uh, Doug Funny and Megan Foe? Jackson? Uh, sure. Yes. I mean, the, the internet theory <laughs> is that. Uh, is, is, is that a spoiler, though? I don't you know, know if it's, it's a I mean, theory, it might be. Cause nobody's it's seen a theory. It. We, don't, nobody's we don't know. Seen it I don't know. Yeah, theory, yeah, theory. yeah. Nobody's seen it. Yeah. I mean, it might be a spoiler. It but, could be a spoiler. But that's what theories are. It, it might be true. It might not. So it's not a spoiler if we don't know if it's true or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Essentially, I mean, there's the clip you know, from. Do you, agree? you agree with that ruling, Tyler? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess we can roll it. But, but, but I do feel like if that is true, it's, uh, it's a hell of a plot twist. Okay. So what, some people might be cheated, I feel like, if it is true. I okay, so what? So, so, uh, so I'll just true, uh, no, no, no. Though. So, so, yeah, so, yeah. so I'll just I'll just set it up. So, at the end of these episodes, the one, the, the for the tease for the episodes that are about to come out tomorrow, there's the clip of Megan Foe yelling at him. I know you, I know you fucked her. And so, obviously, everyone, the assumption is that she's referring to. Um, so, so what Jackson's going to do? The internet theory is speculation about what that clip means. So we don't know yet. Yeah, so the theory is every the the natural instinct is to, is to assume it's about Jessica, the other white the the third white lady, the extra other white lady that Chelsea is clearly very epipen, epipen, epipen that Chelsea is very insecure about. Uh, and but the I like her, bro. I like her energy too. You Jessica I mean? epipen. Yeah, yeah. Epipen, she yeah, seems yeah. to have a very sweet relationship with her daughter. Uh, I'm I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for Jimmy. Like, don't let you know. Don't let uh. The, don't let the I'm not rooting for Jimmy shit, mate, nigga. Fuck you know? that. She need better than Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's drawing the line at that. I'm rooting for her, not Jimmy. The, the theory is that up. is that Jimmy's two like female best friends that he introduced Chelsea to. There's the one like very clearly white lady and the one racially ambiguous lady. And that the theory is that the racially ambiguous lady and Jimmy have uh, had relations in the he past. He cracked. That's Shaboy Yoing. Shaboy Yoing. He tweeted that thing up. John has done some detective work. John has some sleuthing evidence. No, dead ass. When I saw her, when she walked in, she had that the big eyes and the big cheese, like the I fucked your nigga smile. She had that glow, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? I'm telling you. And I looked at Rather, I was like, have they, is he cracked? I don't know. Like, she got the energy too. We both peeped it. And and it was so apparent to me that I was wondering, me and Rather were wondering, is that who he's talking about when she said he, they fucked? Like, did they argue? It? I thought maybe to be insecurity, you know what I mean? Where she, she's clearly she's proven very to be that, you know what I mean? And she just brought it up afterwards. But I mean, it looked like to me where she was, you know, they, 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 were, they had more than friendships. But I'll tell you this, seeing that he had two women best friends made me think more better of, of Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, oh, you might not be the, the goofball I think you are. You know what I'm saying? And they seem cool and very supportive, but I definitely think he, you know, what I'm saying, tooted old girl up, you know. But I, but then also with that, I'll say this: you can fuck and still be friends afterwards. And yeah. if she's mad about something that happened before he even knew she existed, nigga, you got to get rid of that. That's crazy. You want to hold? You want to? You want to? You want to hold me and my whole life against me? 
nigga, like, what, when did they fuck? Years ago? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's insane to me. We got we to find out, but I'm really interested in that. She seems like she might be so insecure she would hold that against him, though. Don't you? Yeah, think? but see, yeah, but I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. If that's the case, yeah, yeah hey, that's that that's that is extremely problematic. Yeah, like you yeah. you had a whole life before you met this person, and and like you're holding this stuff against him. Like, I think that's unfair. One thing that's really fun about this show and watching it with my wife, uh, as Tyler predicted, Shar and I uh, love to uh, talk shit on other people. That's like one of our favorite dates is to go sit <laughs> on the like main street in Long Beach, like our main restaurant, and you know you just sit and enjoy the people watching and commentary to each other. You know what I mean? So this show is like that on uh, on HGH, obviously. But usually we're also pretty aligned on whether we think someone's like attractive or not, male or female. Like I could say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's definitely the type of dude you would find handsome. She would know the same thing about a woman. She really felt like she was like really on Megan Foe's side on the on the looks like Megan Fox thing. And I, it's it's been a real rift in my marriage. <laughs> she hold on, hold on. She she's with her that she looks like Megan Fox. She was Sarah like, Greece? I can see how she would have been hearing that. And I was like, here's the thing. When men say someone looks like Megan Fox, they're not saying she has dark hair and blue eyes. <laughs> That's not what they're referring to. Absolutely not. <laughs> you just I, I just I just don't know how you can in good faith honestly believe you look like someone when you've got like 36% more face than they do. Like that chin just disqualifies you from the Megan Fox comparison, bro. Particularly like, a chin. If you had a bigger forehead, that's one thing, right? People have big foreheads, but like the jaw changes everything, bro. You know I what I mean? I texted the group chat, bro. She looks like the animatronic McDonald's moon man that used to fucking play the piano at the McDonald's by the crib, bro. We talked about the jaw with old boy making him look almost Neanderthal. We barely thought he was part of the same species. You know what I mean? The jaw changed a lot. You feel what I'm saying? He's a, he's a cousin of our species because of his jaw. And you look like <laughs> Megan Fox with that motherfucking... <laughs> with, with, with that gargantuan chin just, just a swinging up under your, your nose, nigga. Ain't no way, bro. Ain't no way, dog. She's got I, a, I, I, she's got a two and a half this. cans of dip jaw, bro. <laughs> like... I, will, I, I will say this, and I want to see where y'all, where y'all, where, where y'all are at with it. Because I'm going to shoot her some bail on here on that argument where she had with Jimmy. Yeah, where Jimmy complained about her being clingy, I thought that was a very shitty thing for Jimmy to say. I mm. really did, especially for them to be in the early fucking stages. And if you are complaining about, you know, y'all have just known each other for three or four weeks or so, and and you're complaining that you know she, oh, this new love of your life is being too affectionate. Like, I mean, we all know he don't want her. You know what I'm saying? Right. But and I just thought that was a very shitty thing for Jimmy. He don't want her. <laughs> You said but that's that what he meant by clingy. Tyler's yeah. he meant you're clingy for someone I don't want to marry. That's what he right. meant. Like that was the subtext of what he said. Like if yeah. you were, I mean, no one has ever said about someone that they're super attracted to and in love with that they're too clingy. Like I've never, like that's only something you say with someone you're unhappy with or that is like, there's a reason that you're like, all right, bro, chill the fuck out. And he even I'm, said that about having sex. <laughs> he was like, I was, he was good tripping, on that. Right. He, was, he, was tripping. he was tripping for sure. And I don't want to give him, you know what I'm saying, give him a pass on none of that shit. Call, the, the, just calling somebody clingy at any point is like, that's not going to turn out the way you want it to turn out, bro. That's not an effective way to communicate how you feel. Talk about the feelings. Well, you don't say, call anybody I, that, clingy. 
I feel like I need a little more a little space, space when yeah. I'm getting ready yeah. to yeah. You know Don't saying? say yeah, just, you are fucked up. Yeah. And, and quit trying to put that pussy on me, nigga. Quit trying to, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that, that's what he basically said, and that's a little, th- you was tweaking, bro. But my guy, I understand where the energy came from watching the shit. You didn't kiss me today. No, 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 no. Bro, okay, that's how you feel cool. But first of all, he pointed out that he did. You feel me? But it, it's, I feel like I feel like the way she approaches things would would be annoying as well. That's what I was, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'll speak to. It's where like, yeah, he shouldn't have said that. But the way she's been approaching her insecurities, her issues, hasn't been the most, the easy, th- easiest thing to kind of tippy-toe through. And also, we got to, bro, they've known each other for fucking 10 days. And I have to tap dance around all these fucking insecurities? Usually, I'm not going to see this shit for about three or four fucking months, nigga. I'll at least know you a little bit. You pay me to goddamn, you know what I'm saying, go through all these motherfucking booby traps. You feel me? And, and I've only known you for fucking 10 days? That's a lot to ask, motherfucker. I don't she's fuck got with him, Jimmy. She's got to go through get the Home it, Alone house. Yeah, bro, she, she's got to go through the Home Alone house for bro, sure. Bro, he in a maze, nigga, and ain't, you know, I ain't got no motherfucking hints, nothing, nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to maneuver when somebody moving in that way, G. So, yeah. I, I like, like Tyler said, like, the, the these are the train wreck episodes, and, like, that's what he likes about the show. I like I like train wrecks, but I like the bell that sounds like a few minutes before the train wreck. That's like, mm, if only someone had listened to that bell. <laughs> and and like the moment in that relationship, Red no the relationship, <laughs> yeah, no, no no relationship has ever survived permanently past an argument over whether or not you kiss someone on a day. Like like as soon as he was like, and by the way. I did kiss you this morning. I was like, oh, wrap it up, B. No, but the fact that I, I think on both sides, it's just like, bro, it's a lot to, to navigate. That's what I felt like watching. For sure. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, look, like I, I, all of us are in happy marriages. All of us always talk about the like, you know, when people go on social media and they're like, marriage is about surviving in the wilderness of life and it's like struggling together and all that. And, we, and we've always said, it's like, yeah, like, hundred percent. I've been with my wife for more than half my life at this point. Of course we've had a couple bad fights and, and some tough times, yeah. but for the most part, it has been fun and pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Or at some point, one of us would have been tired of it. And you're, you're a, a, like, you see, you're a month into a relationship and you're having a daily check-in on, did I kiss you enough? You're not going to spend 40 years with someone. My you talk about <laughs> like every four minutes, the motherfuckers complaining about some shit, and it's like, dog, give me a chance to get to know each other. And, 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 and on the flip side, and, and on the flip side yeah. for her, it's the same thing. You're not gonna spend forty years with someone who every day you're like, and that's been the case for most of these women. And by the way, I'm I I, I don't know how y'all feel about this. This is probably reflective of my real life taste or whatever. But like, I like all of the women way more than the men. Like, I would be friends with almost all of the women before I would be friends with almost any of the men. You know the, what I the, mean? The, the, bro, when I'm looking at, like, dude, Clay's an all-American something, like, why the fuck is AD with that nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> for sure. That's, that, it seems like most of these men do not deserve these women. And, right. and, and if it wasn't for that I mean, goddamn I, I wall. I think that's life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think that's anything unique to love is life. I think that's the real world. Dog. I think we we speak to that a lot on this pod too. Yeah, <laughs> ain't yeah. no way. You know, the what I'm only saying? good it's the only accurate reflection the show has to real life is that the men right, do right. not deserve the women. Facts, yeah. facts, facts. 
I mean, we're, yeah, we're, man. we're yeah, three well, for three. We're four for four on this pod for sure, yeah. bro. Everyone's <laughs> bat, everyone's punching above their weight class. Now, y'all are beautiful. Handsome, it ain't got nothing to do people. with that, nigga. We ain't got no business, bro. <laughs> Fuck all that. It ain't no, we ain't got no business. We got lucky, so. But so. Let's talk about the, the real jaw dropper of the most recent episode to come out was um, Jeremy's conversation. What's the, what's the, uh, uh, Patrick Bateman, the American psycho, what's his girl's name or Tyler Monica? Laura. Laura. Well, she's just white girl, though, ain't she? Oh, man, no, maybe the other uh, one's white she, girl. She, she's bean dipped titty slap. Yeah, oh, bean dipped titty slap. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, the, like, legitimate jaw dropper that, like, Shar and I were both just like, oh, because we, it's because yeah. it's been 10 years since we've watched Trashy Reality Show, bro. Our, our defenses are down. The fact that he, he shared his location with her so that he would have that point in an argument. But then also went to this other girl's yeah. house. She ran him in a circle. She spun him around like he was a child. <laughs> she set him up and then hit him with she the Cam Newton did. You know what she I mean? Cam Newton like, him. She had him in the bushes. She right, threw right. him over here. Like that, that was he was embarrassed, bro. She hit that nigga him. with the sham guy, nigga. Just threw that ball That's out. Right, nope, right, bitch. Right, I'll be going right. the other way with it. I saw where you was at, fuck nigga. I just wanted you to lie in front of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. Listen, bro, as someone who has watched every season of this shit, I want I want y'all to fully understand <laughs> that we need to put this in perspective <laughs> that Jeremy stayed out till five in the morning, smashing a girl from the show when his mom was coming to meet Titty Slap <laughs> later on that afternoon. This is uh, probably the wildest shit that any dude has ever done. This is the top wild boy antic in Love is Blind history, bro. This is motherfucking um, MJ putting up 63 at Boston Garden, dog. Like, I'm telling you, dude, I watched this shit, and I was like, wow, this is incredible. We've never, we've seen a lot of dickheads on this show, but this dude might be the dickheadiest. Like, those, it's, the, I, it's the, seriously those, a monumental moment, bro. Those dickheads are looking at Jeremy going, that's not Jeremy. That's God in the silk. Right. Right. <laughs> it's, it's also the fact that, like, nigga, you gonna stay out to five a.m. and think shit sweet? Right. Five, nigga, five a.m. and come home and think you have a chance of getting away with what you did? You were obviously on some fuck shit. Oh yeah, she was there. You shared your location and lied about your location. Like, what the fuck type of shit is that? And to think you're out till 5 a.m. and she's and Laura's just at home sleeping comfortably. Like, oh, he, you know, 10 days into the shit. You know what I mean? So after the fucking text that you showed her to try to be honest with the, the, the DM. You know what I mean? Nigga, everybody knew what time it was. He came in that motherfucker with sunglasses. I was about to say, why is in he a- wearing sunglasses inside? It's like a fucking tell. It's like, <laughs> nigga, bro, it's like she can't see my eyes because if she did, she, you know what I mean? Nigga, bro, that shit was absolutely ridiculous. That he thought he could lie his way out of that shit. And he set himself up by, by, by coming home at 5 a.m. one. For, you know, and then sharing the location. And we were in a parking lot. Nigga. Also, it ain't like that motherfucker can't get tooted up in a parking lot, too. You know what I mean? That you wouldn't be first the first thought. or the millionth or the trillionth <laughs> motherfucker that tooted something up in a parking lot, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it be like that. So, nigga, none of that shit was going to fly. And she ain't the motherfucker to play with. She was always on his ass. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah. But also, you know, there's a rumor that he had a kid and was engaged prior to applying for this shit. So he just a whole ass asshole. 
He don't give a fuck about Laura. He give a fuck about his mom who made the trip to come see, was about to come see her. You know what I'm saying? Or the people that was in his life prior. Nah, that nigga's a real life dickhead. Fuck him. I'm telling you, first ballot Hall of Fame, bro. Bro. We've never seen anything quite like him. He's a talent. I'll tell you that much. 5 a.m. with the sunglasses on, like, I'll get out of this one. I always do. Nigga, who the fuck do you think you are? You know what I mean? I think I, I, think I, I, think I have a better comp for him than MJ, though. I think, like, the first time we saw this dude, he looked just like the killer from America. He looked just like Patrick Bateman, and he came in and did that weirdo shit with the fucking notebook questions, right? This no, is, no, that was no, a different that's, guy. That, that, that's a different, that's a different, different guy? Different oh, my bad, yeah. my bad. Okay. But this dude, like, I, he's LeBron to me, bro. You had Tyler, you identified him the first time on screen. He was scouted from 15 years old, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you knew <laughs> this dude is going to put up some crazy fucking numbers that we've never seen before in love. Yeah, and, and, it, and the thing is, he seemed like a really solid motherfucker during the vacation. Like, every conversation he had with, with, with one of the ladies, he was, you know, building up the guy they picked, right? Like, he was mm-hmm. putting in really good work on vacation. And then he pulls this shit, like, just, man. Also, Sociopath. he seemed like so, like, to me, I, I, didn't, I didn't think he was, like, you know, crazy. Like in the, I thought he was a, I thought he might be on, like the way he talked, he might be on the spectrum a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't think the man was crazy. He just seemed like he, you know, was super particular about things. And you could tell when he go, like his house is like immaculate. Yeah, that was weird. He, that's, that's what it, he seemed like that guy, I didn't like right? That. You know what I mean? But like, I, I didn't think he was a dogging people out, being a whole ass asshole, staying out to 5 a.m. I didn't even know he had the personality to do that shit. That takes somebody that's at least fun. I thought he didn't even seem like he had that in him. But hey, man, like the house said, was a little Hall the house of Fame was asshole. A little too clean. I'm a very clean person, and the house was a little too clean for me. Agreed. I think bro, I think it's bro, I think, I think, I think it's like an ADD like type situation or like OCD type situation. My bad, OCD. And, and and when we saw he was like a decathlon, you know, a competitive weightlifter and shit, I was like, oh, okay. Those dudes are never wired the right way either. You know what I'm saying? So it all started to make sense there too. Yeah. Laura, yeah. Laura's delivery on the whole thing though was was perfect. Ooh. He like paused after he like really fully went in with the lie. It was just like, you weren't even in the South End. I was like, oh. <laughs> she God saved that one. She had to build up. You know what I mean? She, but she, had, she, she, just, had, she dissected him. She dissected him. She pinned him down she had the pulled time. the organs out one by one. She had the time because she was up till 5 a.m. <laughs> You know what right, I mean? Right. You know she was. Come on, bro. You really thought that listen, was. Bro, come on, listen, G. Bro. As, as a motherfucker who has been caught up creeping many lifetimes ago, you know, back in my younger yeah, yeah. days, you know, when they always know more than they're telling you, dude, and they are waiting for you to walk into their trap so they can see that. <laughs> so they can let you know that not only are you a piece of shit, but you're a liar, too. Right. Like, so she just played that shit textbook, probably from a lifetime of experience of dealing with shitty men. Also, because man. because what yeah. he thought was he was walking in and she was going to be hurt and upset. And what happened was she stayed up all night, probably cried for an hour and a half straight, got over it, got her feelings in order and got and mad presented, and you then presented I mean? her case to the motherfucking judge. Like <laughs> also, you was talking too much, my boy. You was talking way too much. You know what I mean? Like you talked yourself into that fucking bullshit. G. As a nigga that was get, got caught up before, it's best to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just, <laughs> just shut the <laughs> fuck up. Let him get hey, it off, the, my boy. Let him get it off. The old tribe but true. The old tribe true. Hey, you going to believe what you going to believe. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I told you what I did. Hey, it's for you to decide how you feel about it. You know what I mean? Real asshole shit. And I don't, you know. Yeah. We do not condone that. Do not condone that. Do not be I'm going to be on somebody's head if you do that to my baby girl, too. Ain't nobody getting away with that shit around this motherfucker. But I know how it is. It's, yeah, it's fucked up for sure. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. So that was the other element I wanted to talk about. This was like, obviously, you know, the show is about the people going through it. But I have to say the people I was really like interested in and identifying with was the parents, because I just can't imagine you're like your kid signs up to go on this show. I bet zero percent of parents have been excited by that. I bet like I bet not one mom has been like, great, like, let's try something and see if it sticks. And I just can't imagine being like, all right, here's this person. We've had undoubtedly a lot of crazy drama that every single person you know is going to be able to watch on television. And now I'm introducing you to this person I'm engaged to. Like the, uh, oh, it was. Uh, What's it, the it money was, aspect? Do they pay them? There has to be some payment, right? Like, what is it? There's no payment for this at all? I it's just it. I don't know. I don't know. The fuck? Love? You're not going to find love with this shit. Most people aren't. There's no bread involved for getting choose, chosen for this. It's, it's no shortage of people who are looking to be on TV for free, bro. I think for it's free. Clout. I think it's clout. I mean, all these people definitely pick up like 50,000 Instagram followers. 
Like you could probably Nigga, become a small that. scale. Where's the money involved though? That's crazy. Um, oh my god. Ain't no yeah, money. yeah. Like, like y- y'all aren't hit, but the first couple from the first season, they are uh, like they're a fucking social media, but you know, right? Um, fucking uh, darling couple, um, Lauren and Cameron. But what are uh, the chances? Speaking, they're, speaking like, of, they're like one of how many? How many of them are, become social media darling couples? Because most there's of them no break shortage up. of people yeah. who the, think that they will be the best case scenario. And crazy. there's no shortage of, you know, is it, what's the stat? 85% of people think they're above average drivers. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that kind of, everyone thinks they're going to be the couple that it works out for. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And Lauren and Cameron, Lauren was a black girl. Cameron was a white boy. You know, speaking of parents shit. And Lauren straight up told Cameron, my dad is a Panther and he's probably not going to like you because you're white. Would <laughs> be before they met and shit. Like, that was a big fucking plot point of that season. But he wanted to like they, they, they got a group IG. Lauren and Cameron, Instagram. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Okay. Sure yeah. Summer keeps up with them online and shit. So. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, I think it was Laura's dad. Yeah, uh, Laura, right? Uh, titty slap. Being di- yeah. Titty slap. Yeah, yeah. When, when, he, yeah. When, when her family came over, bro, and her dad didn't say anything for the first hour and a half. Like, he was just, like, chewing on his teeth, bro. He was cracking jokes, and the dad was just like, <laughs> get it, bro. Dad, but also, no, did, bro. Did you notice, like, she, she's, her family did not, they did not look like her family. Am I tripping? No, no, I didn't pay attention to that. Oh, no, I, it just, I don't know. Her family looked. I mean, they, they were old as hell. She stood, like, she, they looked very different from how she, I did not expect her family, that to be her family. But anyway. I can see the Venn diagram off the parents. I can see the Venn diagram. What would, and then what's the um what, what what's the 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 red haired dude? His sisters look so much like him that it disturbed me. The sister the looked opposite. like they took his her like they could swap heads and still be the same. It was crazy. You know, what I mean, yeah. I was rather was saying, well, you look like Joy. I'm like, Joy doesn't look like you could take my head off and give her my head and we'd be this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I grew my hair out, I'm still not going right. to look. Like she could like that 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 was crazy. They were like you know three yeah. D printed version of each other. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, all right, do we do Tyler? What do we do for the next? Do we do predictions for the next drop, or we just say we're excited yeah. to see the rest of the train wrecks? Are, are we are we going to talk about MLB face the the most the blandest? Couple oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're so literally I, forgettable, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. Did, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I I don't I think that birth control shit. It's not going to go away, bro. That it was coming up weird. at Yeah, it, and it keeps coming up at very pivotal moments. Um, and, you know, going back to the old parent thing, too, you know, she, she basically said, if when you meet my dad, if he doesn't approve of you, I'm not going to marry you. So, you know, we've got that to look forward to in the, in the next. We finally get some drama with this couple for the first fucking time. He'd never been with a Mexican months. woman before because he was so surprised when she said that shit. And it was like, obviously, if her dad tells, <laughs> tells her he doesn't fuck with you, she's not going to marry you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that birth control shit was like it was kind of uh, it was kind of creepy. I don't know, like I, it was that, that super shit, weird. That shit made me it, it shit made me very uncomfortable. It was very weird, especially because it was like, and then she was like, "Well, you know, you could get a vasectomy." He's like, "No, no, no, totally. I'm not trying to make it seem like it's just a girl's job." However, right, I am. However. This is the only thing I'm going to think about. Like, I don't know. It was just very like. Clearly, there's a backstory there that hopefully we'll get. Like, there's clearly a reason he's that stress the fuck out about it you know what i mean he's like i really really want to raw dog that pussy can we please find some middle crowd 
I get it. I'm asking Not the way he's approaching it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big difference. Relax. There's a big difference. Relax. There's a big difference. There's a, the approach is bad. There's a big difference, bro. Condoms ain't it, bro. <laughs> I was risking my life because I hated condoms so much, nigga. Come on, G. A lot of us were. I'm not the only one out here, bro. Come on, man. So I get it. Um, but fucking uh, the other the other thing with the two of them was um, God. The fuck, what was it? There was there was there was something else that was like weird between the two of them that I just like didn't understand where he was coming from. He just seems like a strange fucking guy, bro. I don't know. He seems like he might secretly be the weirdest dude to me. I mm. think the thing is, he smiles and his face doesn't move the way it should. Like, watch. Like, he smiles and the rest of his face. Oh, and his doesn't... sisters were the exact yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Like. The 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 facial doesn't li- face doesn't line up. It's not it's not it's not connected. Like, yeah, like like in a golf swing. <laughs> no, but, but there it is. The, the, <laughs> the face doesn't connect like it should. The mouth and the and the smile to the rest of his facial features. It feels a little you know those those yeah. small things like that can create some re- real weird you know what I mean. Vibes I remember what it was. They were the couple that he he was like wanting to save to retire early and she wants to travel and spend all her money, right? That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Shar and I had like a real look at each other about that because that was like uh, about five years. I was, I think it was right around when we started the Patreon. I was like, <laughs> hey, we should probably like become a little bit more financially literate. And I got like pretty into doing that and into saving money and stuff. And Shar for sure is like very much understands it's great. We'll be able to pay for the kids to go to college, everything else. But she's not worried about like, leaving money behind or having a family like all of that is shit that i've been interested in not her so like we because we've been together and we do have similar life goals we were pretty easily able to talk about all that find a middle ground and just kind of like roll with it Mm -hmm. but to be that early in your relationship and have one person be like yeah i don't want to spend like I i want to be really aggressive in saving money and have the other person be like uh, I don't really believe that the world is gonna be around that long, and I just want to like live in the moment and enjoy it's it. So fun. It's like that's that's that is that is like actually maybe the most incompatible thing that has happened <laughs> in an interaction between the couples because that's some like that's your that's every decision you will make. That's how much money did you spend at the grocery store? That's what restaurant are we going to tonight? You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know, and that it, it was like the fact that they've had. Birth control and money as your first two issues. Those are two pretty big fucking issues, dog. I don't know, man. Doesn't money decide most marriages? Like, does is it money the reason why most people get a divorce? It's not like people are always worried about like infidelity. It's like differences in money and how you think it was spending that really decide. I feel like most divorces or reason most people get divorced, but uh, statistically, but. I mean, like, because money's wrapped up in everything else. Money's wrapped up sure. in infidelity. Like, you know, money's wrapped up in your uh, philosophy about raising your kids is wrapped up in addiction and those issues. You know, like, I mean, you know, we've talked on the pod about the stuff that happened with my parents and everything. But the fact that um, my dad had been taking money out of all these accounts without anyone knowing he was doing it, that did more harm, lasting harm to my mom and our family than the emotional stuff. Like, that's like, you know, the emotional stuff is difficult to get over. But at some point you're like, this person is going through a lot of shit. It doesn't have that much to do with me. Mm-hmm. But if you have to go through bankruptcy because your name was on everything, that shit sticks on you for a long time. You know, seven what I mean? years. So, seven it, yeah, years. money is the number one issue. Yeah. But I also feel like. Yeah, but I also feel like it's just that's it's also the because it's connected to everything. You know what I mean? So, I, I mean, dude, I, you're spending yeah. money every day. You feel me? Right. And if you know, yeah, every day something's coming out of that bank account. If y'all have issues, 
well, how that money's being spent. There's going, you know, that's yeah. hard to figure out. I don't know. Do, do we, Tyler, do you think any of these people end up with the Instagram account with 250,000 followers <laughs> uh, in, in, fi- in five years? Are any of these people headed for a happy ending? I, I still think MLB face and, and shorty are probably going to come out of this, man. I do. I think that I do because I, because, because I, I think a positive sign of whatever issues they have, the love is still always there, even after they go through that. Right? They still, you know, after they have these discussions, they're, they're, I won't. I wouldn't even really call them arguments. There's just varying, you know, opinions and, and they have discussed in a healthier way. You're right about yeah, that. They've had yeah, more and, healthy communication. And, right? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so so they have these little issues. They have their discussions, and then they're back to being lovey lovey, cuddly, holding hands and shit. I think they're gonna say yes to each other, bro. And that's it. That's it. That's the only couple making it up. I agree. I mean, and they're not fun enough to for us to like tap in and follow their IG. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Are you raw dog? <laughs> you got a chance to No, I'm good, good on that. Dude, that's Bro, there, sweet, have been, there, there, have, there have been couples in previous seasons that have said I do and and been married and Netflix has left them on the cutting room floor because they were so boring. Wow. Like, yes. Like, like, like a couple will show up at the reunion. Wow. Like, Who the fuck are Who these the- people? Yes. Yes. So I respect <laughs> the fuck out of that. Netflix. Whoa. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, they, they're dedicated mind. to good television. Dedicated to good television. That's crazy. That's wild. Whoever's editing this show, like they, they should be more famous than they are. The slow zoom on the middle school principal's phone during the like on him, like the slow <laughs> like, zoom on him tapping guy. on his phone. This nigga's still on his phone. <laughs> that's what yeah. the person These said. reality TV production crews are the best of the best. It's, it had to be a woman special, too. Cause she like special work. This motherfucker here, bro. You know, it's too, it's too beautiful. <laughs> it's too beautiful, dog. Oh shit! All right. Well, uh, so tomorrow the next episodes come out, and uh, and then we'll have a, a recap episode about that. Uh, we have not talked about the schedule yet, but we'll have a recap episode at some point. Our next regular episode will be out on Thursday, and then uh, the regular episode after that will be out on Monday as normal. So we will see y'all then. Enjoy Love Is Blind. Hope you got someone to watch it with. If not, you can watch it with Jenkins and Jones. We love having y'all. This has been so much fun, Tyler. Thank you so much. For bringing Appreciate so much it. messy joy into my marriage and life has been wonderful. Glad to have y'all here, man. I told you it was a fucking blast. Not with a ball, man. Tyler, you are one of the, actually both of y'all, and this is such an underrated part of adult friendship. Y'all are both batting right about a thousand with shit you've recommended to me. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's, yeah, I, I really do value that. Whenever John sends some music, it's always good music. Whenever Tyler sends music, it's good music. Recommend a TV show or whatever. But I, I, I keep very good track of that shit in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I have friends, close friends, that recommend stuff and be like, okay, like, cool. Yeah, that sounds good. But <laughs> <laughs> I also think we're at the age now where we do not consume a whole lot of media, a whole lot of music. So the shit that we do spend our time on, it fucking has to be worth it. You know what I'm saying? It has to be, bro. And it's like I said, I felt like, you know, Shar and I felt like we were in a in her college dorm room again, like just sitting. We were both working and we were watching the show, just feet up on the fucking coffee table. <laughs> just, you know, we both be writing. Someone would say something. We'd both be like, you know what I mean? Like, it just it was beautiful, bro. And what's crazy, that time after the kids are down is so fucking important. You feel me? Like the shit you spend your time on is so important. Like, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. We haven't got through the video. We haven't like got through. Yes, we haven't got through the Vince Staples show together yet, bro. We because I, I I would still work nights a couple nights a week, and then we yeah, and yeah. then our kids are playing sports too. So we got home a baseball game at nine thirty, 
we're usually not going to watch TV together. Like we might listen to music. I might read before I go to bed or something, but like, you know, yeah. So this is, but well, like, I love the feeling as a couple or maybe people have it with their friends too, where you try something and it just immediately shoots to the top of the list. Like game of Thrones was like that for us. She, she had no interest in watching game of Thrones. We watched the first two episodes in one night and she was like, cool. And then it was like, we were both leaving shit early to get home and watch it together. Right. Like, like love it. Love is blind is like that already. She, like, she asked me as soon as they were over, she was like, so do they come out at night on Wednesday or do they come out? <laughs> yeah, like 10 years from now, we'll be like, Love is a new season of Love and Blind is coming out, bro. Yeah, this shit. We'll all be, I mean, like, God bless if Tyler and Summer are out here. We'll just, are the three of us be having watch parties that we'll be rotating whose house we're all going to. <laughs> <laughs> Hell you know yeah. I mean? Hell For yeah. Sure. Hell yeah. For sure. All right, we'll see y'all soon. Bye. 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 The volume. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.